0: Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the hands on experience podcast, where I will be hands on uh, coaching you, teaching you, educating you on leadership development, uh, career, career transitions and accountability, uh, which you need to have in both those areas as a leader and if you, you, you're you trying to grow in your career or, or you changing careers, accountability is very important. But today, um, that's what we're going to talk about. That's what I'm going to discuss is personal accountability. Right. And what is that? It's a process of creating yourself. OK, no matter what you're doing, no matter what your job is, what your career is, what you're doing in life. Uh, it's a process of creating yourself of who you want to be and how you want society uh, to see you. So within personal accountability, it's about renting or owning your life. Uh, You know, a lot of people think they don't have control over their life and what's going on in their life. And that is not true. You have absolutely 100% total control over what goes on in your life. Uh, But when it comes to renting versus owning your life, Um, when you own it, you you have to own the good, the challenges and everything in between. When you own all those things, you're able to control it. You're taking responsibility for that so you can own your life and how it goes and the direction, uh, that it goes. But when, when you're renting your life, you have the mindset that says it's mine, but not really, right? It's mine, but not really. Okay, and that's when you are hesitant to really go after your passions in life, when you're hesitant to try to move up in your job uh, to be a better leader, no matter what it is. When you don't think you have control of your life and you have a renting mindset, you you, you feel like it's not really my life. And that's not true. It's far from it. Um, When you own what you desire in life personally and professionally, then you are able to evolve with clarity. Okay, when you own it, you can you can see the picture a lot clearer. But again, it comes back to taking responsibility for the good, the bad, the challenges and everything in between. Right. So when it comes to personal accountability, you have to build a personal brand. It's not about uh, any kind of products or apparel. It's about you. You have a personal brand, whether you know it or not and it's your own personal slogan. You are your slogan, okay? And if you don't think you have one, if you don't think you have a brand, you do. You have a brand. Your brand is what people think of you, uh, regardless of whether you agree or not. It's how they see you, okay? It's what people are saying about you when you're not around. That's what your personal brand is, all right? It's your character, your work ethic, your work ethic. And the great thing about that is it's yours to create, right? See, what you do or don't do is what people are going to say behind your back. So if you're professional and you work hard, you got great character, that's what they're going to talk about when you're not around. If it's the opposite, they're going to say the opposite when you're not around. So your personal brand is yours to create and you have to make sure you're doing the right things to create it. It all comes down to how you see yourself, right? You see yourself as a $30,000 person, $60,000 person, um, $100,000 person, or, or maybe even a $1 million person. How you see it is how it will be. And here's the thing. Here's the great thing. Um, if you don't like it, you can change it. Again, you are in control of your personal brand and your personal accountability. So if you don't like how you see yourself, you can change it. And here's another thing, when changed, when changed, you think different, you dress different, you hang with different people. And the visualization of yourself has become real to you. So it's important how you see yourself, okay? How How do you see yourself? That's the question you gotta look in the mirror and ask yourself to start making the changes you need to make, right? It will drive your relationships, your life, the car and house you have, okay? Everyday self-presentation will dictate your future employer or not. So when you step out of the house, when you step out of the apartment, when you step out anywhere, you're immediately live. You don't know who's watching, especially with social media day and all the camera phones. You never know who's watching you. So your self-presentation will dictate your future employer or not. If you dress professionally, and that's not always mean a coat and tie, but just dressing respectfully and neatly, all right? Because you never know, again, you never know who's watching. Someone will be watching you uh, because they have the eye on you uh, to work for their company or to work with them or to partner with you. So they may be watching you or they may have someone else watching you and you never know it, right? Again, the way you dress, the way you talk, act, and who you hang out with will tell your story. A lot of people don't realize that. Who your circle is will tell a big story about who you're about, what you're about, and what your future's going to be about. Um, so, so how you dress, talk, and act, and who you hang out with uh, is a big indicator about you as a person, and it tells a big, big story of who you are. Um, and what kind of image do you want to project? That's the whole thing. That's what you have to think about. What kind of image do you want to project? What kind of people do you want to draw to you that, that you want to be attracted to you, follow you, want to engage you to see what you're about, right? That's what you have to understand, okay? But you know what? One of the most important things is knowing how to manage your brand. That personal brand that you have that you probably don't think you have you have to know how to manage it all right so how do you manage it uh the first thing you got to do is you got you have to define your aspirations what do you aspire to do you know you have to set small manageable goals objectives but you have to define your aspiration you know what are you trying to be about right uh and you got to conduct research you know Whatever it is whatever the goals you have or whatever you aspire to be uh conduct some research research on the people that have been successful in what it is you want to do right uh, you know you got google get the internet so you can find out a lot of things about successful people but also um people that you may know um reach out to them or somebody that you can get to connect you with someone um that's successful um in the area or of what you aspire to be right but you have to determine your brand, your attributes you know what makes you unique. what value or skill do you have to offer society that will separate you from someone else? that's how you got to that's how you have to de- determine your brand and let me say that again it's your attributes it's what makes you unique your value skill and what you have to offer society that will separate you from someone else we live in a competitive world you know so you have to have something that separates you from someone else uh, when you're trying to accomplish the goals that you're trying to accomplish or trying to connect to the certain people that you want to connect to because being able to connect to someone you don't have a lot of time it's, it's, it's seconds that you have to be able to connect with someone and make a, a big presence on them OK. And you have to assess your current state. This is very important when managing your brand, you have to assess your current state. What does that mean? That means you have to do a self check. Look in that mirror. All right. How are you perceived? How are you perceived when you look in that mirror and you think about the different people that you're connected to, the different people you're, you're around? You know, whether it's friends, family, coworkers, any associates, how do they perceive you? Right? You have to assess that to see what people see in you or don't see in you that you need to change. Um, then when managing your brand, you have to create a game plan. Right? Create a game plan. Life is like sports a lot of times, you know. Um, and one thing I always tell people: uh, sports is the greatest metaphor to teaching life lessons. So in life, you have to create a create a create. Spit it out, Reg. Create a game plan. Game plan. I can't talk today, <laughs> but you have to create a game plan when managing your brand. So that comes down to your attire, your behavior, nonverbal, verbal communication. You have to create an aura and light up the room. Anytime you walk into a room, um, always say, um, Don't test the temperature. Be the thermometer. Okay, when you walk into a room, be the thermometer. Okay, create an aura. When you walk in that room, that room lights up and they know you're there with your presence, with your smile, with your energy. You know, you have to learn to manipulate your energy. All right to where it uh rubs off on other people that you're around okay so that's creating a game plan for managing your brand right? the other thing that is so important in managing your brand is networking right it's important to attend social and community events be out there be involved be seen be active right help Uh, you know offer your services in any way you can let them know you they can contact you if they need something or need you to help do something in your community and that social events you know participation is 85 to 90 participation is 85 to 90 percent of life participation in life excuse me 85 to 90 percent is just showing up right and a lot of times when something's going on in your community just being there Having a presence there for people to touch you and talk to you um, is very important. But you got to make connections. You know, you don't don't be the best kept secret because everyone has a gift. Everyone has a gift. You have a gift. Right. So don't be a kept secret. Get out, make connections, network so people can know who you are, what you're about and what you're trying to do and how you can add value to them more so than they can add value to you. All right, and get around people that are are at the destination you're trying to get to, all right, when networking. Find out where those people are. Rub shoulders with them. Let them get to know you, okay? This next one, um, social media. Man, it can make you big or can ruin you. You know, how are you using it? Are you using it positively or are you using it negatively? All right? understand this about social media it's forever so proceed with caution because it can throw you a big big curve ball and i'll give you an example let's say you went in for an interview with a for a job the interview goes great you have all the qualifications they love you love everything about you and what you're presenting to them in that interview and it could be on the second or third interview But then they do the social media investigation, like all companies do these days. And they go through your social media and say, 10 years ago, you put something out there that's very bad or very negative. It do not have to be very bad, but it can be very negative uh, from an image standpoint. Well, you know what? Even after the second or third interview, they're going to say, hey, we love your potential. We love what you're about. But now is not the right time. You know, we're going to go in another direction. And you're never going to know. You're never going to know that it was a social media post you put out 10 years ago that kept you from getting that job. So you got to watch those type of curveballs and use social media the right way. Use social media to to show light and positive light on you and what you're trying to do and how you're trying to add value to people. And all your profiles on your social media should look similar to the real in-person you. Right? So many people put things on their social media that it's not them. Whether it's material things, whether it's what they're doing, where they at, what they, where they're going, that's not true, you can't do that. All your social media profiles has to be as close to the real you as it possibly can, all right? Um, who you connected to on your social media, you know, who you're following and who's following you. Now, I know a lot of times you can't control who's following you, right? But who you're following um and who you're connecting with on your social media is very important too. So you want to make sure that that you want to have a, a positive network of people you're connected to on all your social media platforms, right? And follow and following positive uplifting people. Um even following funny things, happy things, you know, motivational things. Um it's very important. Right? Um The next thing with uh, personal accountability is authority, right? There's positional authority, and then there's personal authority. And the one you want to have is personal authority. But I'm going to start with positional authority first. So what is positional authority? Um, You know, with a lot of people, there's a lot of people out there with positional authority. A lot of people in leadership positions with positional authority. Um, and it's a fear based mindset focused on the politics, the position and the power. They don't care about the people. You know, their goals shift from serving others to maintaining the position and climbing the ladder. So that's all they cared about It's staying in the position they are and climbing the ladder. Don't care who they have to step on to get there. That's what they're about. And positional authority is short term. Those are short-term results. So you don't want positional authority. You want personal authority, okay? And what personal authority does is it helps you continue to move the needle in anything you're trying to do in life, uh, no matter what it is. You know, with personal authority, you you have trust and you have earned the right to speak into someone's life. You have earned that much respect that what someone will allow you to speak into their life and give them advice on what they should do with certain situations in their life. Personal authority helps you create loyalty and a deep connection to your vision and your values, right? Because you're being real with yourself. So you're going to be real with other people so they can know what you're about, know what your vision is, know what your values are, right? And you generally care about people at the same level or below you. So no matter what position you're in, you could be the top leader, top manager but you care about those people on the same level or under you especially the people that are under you you let them know that you're all on the same team don't make them feel like that you're above them let them know that you can get grimy with them as well okay um another thing with personal authority is you have to know what you're talking about um You know, to speak in other people's life and have personal authority and to gain the respect. You have to know what you're talking about when you're talking to the people uh, that you're working with. uh, You know, anything that you're you're connecting with people to, um, you have to know what you're talking about. And you have to respect other people's knowledge and input. It can't be all about what you want and think. You know you give what you want you give what you think you let them know and then you ask them okay tell me what you think give me some input on this all right i need some ideas i need some different ways to look at it that helps you develop personal authority and a major major uh, level of respect okay so now how do you how do you develop personal authority how do you develop it how you how do you develop personal authority uh, first is hard work in the trenches. You got to get grimy, get down dirty and, and get in the trenches with whoever it is you're working with, whoever it is you're doing something with. Uh, like I said, it doesn't matter whether it's on the job or something you're doing in your personal life. Hard work in the trenches with people that you're doing something with or trying to accomplish goals with. It can't be you up there and them down there working. You got to work in the trenches with them. And again, you got to have expertise, expertise in your craft. What it is you're doing, have expertise in it. Do your homework, do your research, study, take classes, get educated, get coached. Get coached. Get coached to help you with expertise in your craft. And the other thing is, is learning new things. Learn new things that you can share with the people to help them as well. Right? And you got to reflect on your work. And then practice it over and over and over again, right? You got to take that time to reflect on what you're doing. See what it is you need to get better at. There may be some things that you may need to take out and stop doing. But you got to practice over and over and over and over again. And that's what helps you gain the expertise that you need. Um, And the other one is growing through suffering. This is huge um, in, in developing personal authority. It's growing through, su- growing through suffering. You gotta take all those challenges and those setbacks, and you gotta look at them as learning lessons. You know, you can't look at it as, oh man, you know, there's just no, no, there's no chance. You know, I'm done. This is it. I gotta do something else. No, no, no. That's not how it works. You gotta take those lessons, take that suffering, and figure out what it's, what it's about. Figure out what went wrong or what's going wrong. All right, then flip the switch and change it. OK, that's how you grow through it. Learn from it. All right. Circumstance do not determine happiness or success. OK, so you can have those times. All right. But it's what you do with them and how you grow from them is what's going to determine your happiness and your success. All right. And this other big one is this other one is a big key for personal authority. Um, having compassionate love for others This is a big key got to know um, people got to know that you really care about them whoever you're dealing with and working with they need to feel and know and understand it you know this person really cares about me and and what 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 I'm doing what I'm going through or what I'm trying to do right and and one thing that I always say and I always talk about um, is, is your mind must be stronger than your emotions right you have to be able to embrace your emotions, in order to control them. And then now you can do with them what you want. Okay? So embrace your emotions. Let your mind be stronger than your emotions. Right? Okay, so the next part of of, of, of building your, your personal accountability is self-discipline. And this is one thing that so many people lack, is why they can't be successful, why they can't accomplish the goals that they have. It's they don't have the self-discipline to stick with it. Right. Self-discipline requires a day to day practice and repetition with whatever you're trying to do. It has to become habit. And the only way it becomes habit is day to day practice and repetition. And when you develop self-discipline, you live a freer life to make constructive, not emotional decisions. See, when you don't have discipline and something doesn't go right. You immediately uh, your emotions they immediately kicking, kicking, all right, and go into effect, and you're like, oh man, what what's going on? What do I need to do? And you're scattering, and your emotions got you going everywhere, and not knowing what to do. Okay, so when you have discipline, your emotions won't come into play. Constructive thoughts will come into play when things are not going right, right? Because you have built that habit. Okay, understand this motivation gets you started but discipline keeps you going all right motivation gets you started but discipline keeps you going okay so how do you gain self-discipline well you got to remove all temptation you know you get up in the morning you develop a routine um to to to, i'll tell you what i do every morning with my routine i get up me and my fiance we pray it's the first thing we do then we go do the the normal brush your teeth wash your face type of thing um then I'll stretch. Uh, we'll both drink some uh, fresh lemon water um, then we'll both then we we'll go for our workouts, you know, sometimes we walk together uh, but most of the time it's a different we, we work out separately, but we usually go at the same time. She goes for a walk through the neighborhood and I either go for a run, walk, I do a jump rope exercise routine or I let I, I me mean, go to the gym uh, but that's our routine. Now once I get back home, I uh, I cool down, drink some more water. Um, then I'll get my Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I love Dunkin'. If you follow me on any of my social medias, you'll know that. <laughs> uh, but I'll get my coffee and I'll sit down and I will figure out what I'm going to do with my social media that day. The post I'm going to do on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, I'll figure out what my posts are going to be. And I'll go through and, you know, do my post create my post um and i'll schedule them to 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 post at different times and i'll respond to comments on my different posts so that's what i do at that point after that then because that's a cool down time from i'm cooling down for my workout so that's what i do during a cool down time and then after that um you know I, i go into my work day you know in terms of checking emails and seeing what i have on my calendar you know i fill out my calendar for the next day the night before so i can know what i'm what, what i'm doing each day right so now when it comes to like i said removing all temptation now if i get up and there's just something else pops up right something that's just i don't necessarily need to do you know maybe somebody call me and say hey let's go do something or let's go i don't know um, i ha- I can't I can't allow the temptation to keep me from do- from um, staying with my routine. I have to do my routine every morning. It helps me stay focused and on schedule with my day. so I can't let any any temptation throw me off schedule and throw me off my routine. Um, but the other way to gain self-discipline is you can't wait till something feels right right? Uh, you have to be consistently putting yourself in uncomfortable situations and positive uncomfortable situations meaning doing something that you haven't done before to grow um no matter what it is putting yourself in a position to learn to do something new to do something different um that you haven't done before you can't wait till something feels right before you say okay now i want to do it it's too late you've lost time and you, and you all as you all know you can't get time back each second that goes by it's gone and you can never get it back right you must embrace the change in order to correct it. Um, You know, whatever the change is, whatever something you're trying to do differently uh, that's uncomfortable, you have to embrace it. If you don't embrace it, it's not going to change. Right. So you have to embrace the change in order to correct it. Right. And here's the thing that a lot of people don't do is you, you have to give yourself rewards at certain levels of your process. All right. You know, people don't understand the difference between learning and failure. Okay. Um, when you have setbacks, it's learning. It's not failure. Failure is when you quit. All right. When you have a setback and you quit, then yeah, you failed. When you have a setback and you grind and you learned, okay, and you figured out why, that's learning. Okay. But when you go through the process and you get to those different levels of what you're trying to accomplish, each level that you accomplish, give yourself a reward. It's okay. You know, it could be a, a day off from doing something. It could be doing something fun. It could be, you know, buying something. Not It doesn't need to be nothing expensive. It's something maybe you've wanted for a long time that you just say, hey, you know, I'm going to wait. So give yourself rewards. Um, that, that that helps you to gain self-discipline. It, you know, it keeps you motivated. Okay? Stay say stay, stay positive and laugh. You know, there's so many times you're going to make mistakes or you're going to do something and you're going to be like, dang, laugh it off. Laugh it off because it, hap- it happens. You're not perfect. You're a human being. You're going to make mistakes. Things are not going to always go right. So sometimes you just got to laugh it off. Keep a positive mindset, you know, and keep the bus moving, right? Keep the bus moving. Um, the other thing to, 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 to self, I mean, not self-discipline, but the other thing with uh, building your personal accountability It's self-respect and self-confidence, okay? Now, self-respect leads to self-confidence and it requires a day-to-day love to yourself. You have to love you. If you don't have it, you won't get it, right? If you don't love yourself, it's impossible for anyone else to love you. Impossible, believe that, all right? So in order to go from to gain self-respect and get to self-confidence, it requires a day-to-day love to yourself. Now, how do you how do you do that? How do you build a day-to-day love to yourself? Well, first, you have to develop a self-image. All right. Develop a self-image. Figure out who you are. You, you're not your friend. You're not your family. You know, don't try to be anyone else. Figure out who you are. All right. And understand what your self-image is and be proud of your self-image okay as long as you're a good person that's trying to do good things believe in your self-image right and when you develop a great self-image then you're going to develop self-esteem okay when you develop that self-image that you believe in that's going to help you develop self-esteem and when you develop self-esteem that's going to lead you to developing self-confidence. Okay, so you got to go from self-image to self-esteem to self-confidence. All right, to have to have you got to have that self-confidence in your personal accountability. Because if people see you and they're working with you or they're talking to you and they see you lack confidence, they're not going to really want to work with you, right? If you're trying to really work on something together, because if you don't believe in what you're saying then there's no way they're going to believe in what you're saying. So you got to have self-confidence and belief in yourself when you're talking to people, no matter what it is, right? All right. So now, how do you gain how do you gain self-respect and self-confidence? Uh, well you have to de- you have to determine your value or your values and have a vision for them. You got to determine determine what your values are. And then for your values, you got to have a vision for each value of how you want it to be. You know, what is your priority? What is your priority? And your priority is an area of immediate positive impact on life. Like what do you have or what can you do that can have an immediate impact on life, a positive impact on life that can help someone else? That's that's your priority. Okay, that's what you have to figure out, and then you have to put it into action, right? Put it into action and be accountable to yourself. Whatever your priority is, put it into action and be accountable to yourself. Hold yourself accountable, all right, with that priority. Okay, and this is one thing that that hurts so many people as well. Is is is, you know, you can't listen to negative thoughts in your head. You got to expect setbacks. And sometimes the negative thoughts in our heads are not really happening or won't happen because it's usually negative thoughts are things that we think are going to happen in the future. Right. Not even happened yet. So you can't think and allow negative thoughts to control you. You can't listen to them. All right. You have to develop a a system. When a negative thought jumps into your mind, you have to have a filter to get it out. Okay, that's what you have to do. Create a filter to 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 throw out um, negative thoughts when they come into your head. Because all it is is a thought. It's not happening. It's not happening. And most cases, it's not going to happen, right? So don't listen to negative thoughts in your head. Okay, listen and read something positive every day, every morning. Um, I, I read something positive. That's part of my routine. I read something positive each and every day, every morning. And you know a lot of times because i put out so many positive messages there's a lot of times i'll sit back and i'll listen to my own positive messages for about five or ten minutes and it really puts me in a great mindset mindset and a great space um to, to 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 you know have a great day uh but you have to listen to uh, you know uh think positive things read positive things because thing here's the thing we all have limited mind space we have a limited mind space And we have to make sure with the things that we put in our mind, it's going to be productive, all right? And it's going to help us and not hold us back, okay? All right, so the next thing with um, developing and growing your own personal accountability is, well, first of all, I want to say this. When it comes to your personal accountability and your brand, your personal brand, It's going to determine your marketability it's going to determine your employee benefits it's going to determine your job satisfaction and it's going to determine your stability so it's very important that you develop personal accountability within your personal brand okay because it's going to definitely definitely determine those two things those three things okay um motivation Okay, motivation. You know, a lot of people talk about motivation. They're motivated, they're motivated. But people lose motivation after whatever they're trying to do, after it starts, right? And after they get going, they lose motivation. So, okay, so let's talk about motivation for a minute. Motivation is not the key to a successful formula, discipline is. And that's what I just talked about. Motivation just gets you started. You're excited about the new job. You're excited about the new opportunity. You're excited about the new business. Okay. But you're going to have ups and downs, peaks and valleys. So the motivation only gets you started. The discipline is what keeps you going. Okay. And here's the other thing now. Winners don't need motivation. They need discipline. If you're a winner, you don't need to be motivated. If you're doing something you love, you're doing something that, that you're passionate about, you need discipline, not motivation. Okay. And discipline is about getting it done because it needs to get done. Not because you're motivated for it, but because you made a commitment to do it. Right? Let me say that one more time. Discipline is about getting it done because it needs to get done, not because you're motivated for it, but because you made a commitment to do it. That's what discipline is about. You made a commitment. at that new job. You made a commitment at starting that business. You made a commitment to changing yourself. Right? So that's what discipline is. Staying with that commitment you made to yourself. Right? So be careful with with the decisions you make because once made, you have to see them through. That's discipline. Once you make a decision, you have to see it through. You have to commit to it. Okay, so be careful about the decisions you make and make sure it's something that, you know, you can commit to. All right. First, you make the decision. Then the decision makes you. I'm going to say it one more time. First, you make the decision and then the decision makes you. Think about it. Think about it. All right. So now I want to finish this up with talking about. The next level because so many people want to get to that next level of life that next level of job no matter what it is they want to get to that next level everybody talks about that next level let's let me get to that next level okay because here's the thing you can never be okay with where you are you can never be okay with where you are because you won't learn you won't progress if you if you're okay with where you are you only the only way you have to go is backwards all right so When you're not okay with where you are you have an inquisitive mind to go after that next level and then that next level and wondering what it is see i always wanted to see what was at that next level and when i got there i started thinking okay but what's on the next level what's there see i'm trying to be great so i gotta always be conscious not conscious i always gotta be uh yeah conscious about what's at the next level but i have to do the job at the level i'm at first i have to be successful and complete the level that i'm at currently with in the back of my mind wondering what's at that next level after i complete this level you have to constantly have that type of mindset You must be consistently good to be great. You know, everybody wants to be great. Everybody wants to be great. You you must be consistently good to be great. But what does it look like? What does being great look like? It looks like being consistently good every single day. All right? Being consistently good every single day. Okay? Okay? that's it for this show um i thank you for listening and watching the hands-on experience podcast show um i'll be on vacation next week but i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to record a show before i go if i can for next week but if not i will definitely let you know um have a great day and as like i always say i hope that i hope that all of my shows my podcasts on the hands-on experience um gives you value and gives you something you can take away and use in your personal life your career your business uh, your company that also that you can share with others right again i'm always going to say you know i'm not hard to find okay you can reach me on my email at reggie.hansen at um you can go to my website at hansoncoaching.com and um and uh, set up a consultation, set up a phone call with me, all right? I'm here to help. I'm here to coach you on any and everything that you need coached on from a leadership perspective, from growing in your career, from changing your career, uh, from creating the accountability you need in all those areas, okay? So until next time, um, be careful, be safe, and keep grinding, all right? Okay. Mm-hmm.